name's David Vardabedian. Thanks so much for tuning in to Get Real Sobriety. Hope you enjoy the show. We're going to do a, a little different format that, you know, the way it usually goes is I have a guest and we have a certain topic, but I wrote a book. It's called uh, 12 Steps Without God. It's, um, it's a book to help people that are struggling with the God concept of, you know, programs, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Cocaine Anonymous, whatever, whatever 12-step program it is. And so I just thought it would be a good idea, one, shameless promotion of my book, <laughs> two, is that um, I know a lot of people are struggling and maybe that'll help them. It's, you know, it's actually the sales for not being like, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. pandemic yeah, yeah. And, uh, but... For not, it's sell, it's doing pretty well. It's selling pretty well. And, you know, I think the rehabs and things like that. So, Well, yeah, and it's just such a ubiquitous issue, I think, in 12-step recovery. Right. I mean, you know, if you have a problem with drugs and alcohol, I've, chances are you, you know, God and, you know, formal spirituality isn't exactly your forte. Well, and even like the most expensive rehabs, like the Betty Fords yeah. and all that, they they take you and they fucking like say oh go to you know twelve step meetings right yeah I mean yeah obviously they have like process groups and you know yeah. therapy and relapse prevention and you know now there's smart recovery and you get a personalized counselor and all that but for the most part when you leave they say go to twelve step meetings yeah and they usually suggest you have a sponsor right. or and are at least attempting to start working the steps I know a lot of uh, treatment centers that people I know have been to, they encourage you slash there are groups where you work through certain, you know, the first three steps, for right. instance. Yeah, I, there, a guy that, that was a referral that I started sponsoring uh, on my birthday. Oh, yeah, I had 31 years oh, yeah. a week ago, right? July happy 8th. Birthday. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. And, um, but it was weird. I got a referral for two guys on my birthday. Which Sign. is great. That's what yeah. we do. Thirty-one years of you know continuous sobriety or clean time, and one of the guys was in CRC, which is a cottage rehabilitation center, our local hospital kind of rehab Betty Ford ish, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of deal. And he said that. That's why I'm bringing that up. Long-winded roundabout way is that. He goes, oh, I'm presenting my third step today. I'm like, awesome, you know. So, yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the book tonight and kind of a general way, and uh, and then possibly go into it a little deeper. So, have at it. Have at me. Be kind, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll try. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I think the best place to start with you know, talking about this book you wrote. Um, Wait, I wanted to say one thing before oh, we start, because it. Tasha, Natasha... Whatever, they're both my name. Right. She... Tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, you have a master's degree in English, lit, or what? Um, I have a bachelor's in English, a mm-hmm. minor in film studies, um, and then a certificate in LGBT studies and a master's in women and gender studies. Okay. Well, I'm impressed. Already. It sounds very impressive on paper. And then, right. I mean, my life has been kind of a dumpster fire because right. of drugs and alcohol. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm involved in 12-step fellowship. That's how I know David. Right. Um, I currently live in a sober living. Right. Um, 
I'm going to have seven months sober on the fourth of this next month. So, yeah, um, I went to a treatment program here in town. Um, I was uh, active heroin addict for the last eight or nine years. That started when I was in grad school. Uh, yeah, I was kind of high functioning for a second. Not for long. And uh, I'm originally from the Midwest. I moved out here four years ago trying to pull a geographic for, you know, uh, saw an opportunity. My, my mother is a professor at UCSB. And so I kind of jumped on the bandwagon and moved out here. And surprise, they have drugs here too. So, um, yeah. And that's how I got involved in, in 12-step. I really had never been exposed to it. And plus, then we met uh, through your sponsor. And- yes. And we're doing our private meeting. Our and clandestine then you, she meeting. bought you a copy of my book. Yes. And you resonated with it. And Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I mean, trying to like put my spiritual beliefs in a box uh, is difficult for me because I feel like as soon as I try to define what it is I believe in or what I'm praying to in my, you know, personal prayers. Um, as soon as I try to define that or put it in a box, I'm limiting it. Right. Uh, and then I feel like it's not authentic anymore for some, you know, it's better for me uh, if I just kind of leave it general, but I do consider myself like a pagan, but like non-denominational pagan. Right. So, um, and for me, I mean, I've been in and out chronic relapser uh and this and the the god thing the spirituality has been a big barrier to entry and it's a lot of people i mean one you know we'll get into it but that was kind of one of the points that i why i wrote the book is because a lot of people you know and nothing bad about the book and about the big book is is that but you know it's 81 years old right yeah. and the language of the 1930s and most of those people were christian you know good yes. bad or indifferent and that's just and white men and white men right yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so here we are you know 81 years later 2020 and some of the people not to get ahead of myself but the people said that yeah you've brought the language in your book up to the 21st century you know yeah, absolutely. I think when you're fresh in recovery, and I mean, regardless of whatever you're coming down off of, the idea that you need to like wrap your head around, you know, a higher power, and then on top of that, dissect the language that's being used in the big book. I mean, it's daunting. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that your book does a good job of acting like, you know, um, like a companion book almost, especially like I like it, it took me reading We Agnostics several times in the big book for to like really identify with it. Like I knew that right. there was something there that I liked and that at least didn't sound like bullshit. Um, but I did. I but I think and we talked about this at a meeting right. not too long ago that whenever they bring up or they refer to that higher power as higher power or universal energy or um, you know, any other term, they always follow it up with God. Yeah, with a capital Father. G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, 
yeah, I mean, I guess since we're talking about the book now, uh, mm-hmm. in earnest, uh, what what motivated you to write it? Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, you know, I can go long-winded here, but so I'm going to go back to... 1993 is when I started working for this place here in Santa Barbara. Um, I was a lay counselor, like, you know, but um, I was like a drug and alcohol counselor. I'd already worked at Newhouse for three years almost as a, as a manager there. I was was studying at city college. I was still in city college, studying psychology and, um, which I was really interested in. I was interested in Jungian, Jungianism. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, Jungianism and uh, Jungism. And um, just psychology in the human brain and all of that. So I started working for this like youth program as a drug and alcohol counselor. And uh, in my... Um, my boss, my supervisor said, Hey, you know, we, you know, they knew I was sober and all of that. And they said, we want you to, you know, take the kids to meetings and, and teach them the 12 steps. And I was like, well, I can't really teach, you know, I don't want to make it, you know, one A-A-N-A-C-A, whatever. So I'm just going to teach a class and I'll do a handout. And I called it intro to the 12 steps. Right. Yeah. So I, that's kind of where the origins of it started. And, uh, so I taught this class and I had a handout and then I went to, um, I worked there for like three years and I, and I got a job at the Santa Barbara County jail to design and implement a drug and alcohol treatment educational program for all the inmates. And I just kind of carried that on there. Right. So, you know, I myself have worked in treatment for, I don't know, fuck, I don't know 15 years or so, you know, drug court, I designed the program at the jail, and we called it the Sheriff's Treatment Program. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked, uh, you know, uh, at you know Klein Bottle, Newhouse. You know, I've been like a, uh, a sober companion, all that stuff. But then I got kind of got out of treatment, and then when I came back, you know, uh, when I moved back to Santa Barbara in 2015, I was working at this place. Um, it was uh, like a high-end sober living, yeah. right? And I was like, well, fuck, what do I do? You know, I mean, I was kind of, I hadn't been working in treatment. You know, I know how to do a processing group, check-ins and all that. It's kind of boring, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they said, well, can you do, you know, a 12-step class? And so that's when I, I kind of went back through my files and I found the ha- handouts. And that's where... Uh, I started teaching that class. So it comes down to one of the guys that was in the class. It was a all men's uh, sober living. And I was having, I was having Thai food. I think we were talking about it on state street. Yeah. And I'm getting these texts going, God, man, the guy was saying, um, we, I love the way you explain it and you make it so easy to understand. It's really not about, um, you know, all this dogma or theology. And um, he said in this text, he goes, I think if you wrote a book that you you would help a lot of people. And I was like... Yeah. You know, I was I was, I was at the dinner with a friend of mine and, and, uh, and I was like, 
and I was talking to her. It was my girlfriend at the time, and, and uh, I said, uh, yeah, but I don't write. And she's like, wow, you know, she's kind of like, we should do it, man. You know, yeah. and I was like, you know, I mean, I've written songs and I journaled, but I've ne- I'm not, I don't, you know, like I know people that are writers and, and you being an English uh, major is like, and I have a friend, I have friends that are, you know, English and French and they love to write. And, I, and that wasn't my passion. My passion is more music. So anyway, I was like, well, fuck, I don't, you know, I was so naive. And I think that was really good to be naive of the process of writing that yeah, I just totally. started writing. So it's July to, so it's literally like four years to the month, July, oh, wow. 2016. I just started writing about this, my concept of no dogma, no um, uh, theology, leaving the word God out because I knew so many people struggled with that. And, uh, And I thought, this is how naive I was about writing. I was like, well, yeah, fuck, I'll write this and then I'll have it published by like Christmas. Oh, yeah. Right? Just so like, here it boom. is four years later. The book was actually published in March, of two, right when the pandemic happened, yeah, which course, is great. Right? Right? Yeah. And then, but I think we had a finished manuscript in January of 2019, because I was in, or February 2019, I was in um, Washington, D.C. with my editor, you know. Okay. And that's a whole, those are another story that we could talk about the you know if people are interested in the process of how you get editors and how you yeah. get publishers and all that but so that's a whole other story but um so the book's out you know it's it called is. 12 steps without god the 12 steps written out not the numeral 12 steps so that's kind of the long short version of why I wrote this book no, that's really cool because I'm yeah that the spirituality part of the program, which is which is so vital to right. the program itself, um, but it's such a barrier to entry. It really is, and I know I know for myself, like as soon as I started to really wrap my head around, like oh, I'm not going to be able to dodge this spirituality thing right. like i'm not just going to be able to like do what my sponsor says and like avoid god yeah um yeah that was a big bummer because i had no idea like i didn't even know where to start and i had almost like a visceral reaction yeah. to being asked to pray and you know what it's funny because i bristle more now than i did early on because i was just so fucked up it was like I don't care, yeah. just whatever, what do I have to do? You know? Yeah. I didn't even understand, really. I mean, I did and I didn't. You know, there was one passage in the big book on page 25, if I remember. You would know that like, just off the top of your head. Right, it's like, it, it, the one thing I resonated with, it just said, you know, we have but two choices. You can go on to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of an unbearable existence the best you can. To me, that was shooting heroin, going back to prison, just, you know, doing just this fucked up cycle of... Oh, yeah, life. chaos. And then, and then they said, and the alternative was to accept spiritual help. So I was like, then I had to define what spiritual help was, you know. Yeah, which is tricky. Because mm-hmm. so many of us, I think, have, uh, you know, you think spiritual... And automatically your first thought is some kind of organized religion. Yeah, or God. I mean, if you ask, you know, anyone... So what does step two mean to you? Came to believe that a power greater than yourself could restore you to sanity. They would say, God. 
well, what God, you know, or who's God or. Yeah. And, you know, I think I have to say, and I, you know, I almost feel like it, like I had this weird, like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, not shame, but like almost like, like I'm blast, you know, it's blasphemy of the big book or something is because. Yeah. It helped it saved my life. It saved you know millions of people's life and that's not what this is about, you know. This is yeah. about you know, I'm a real practical application guy. And so that yes. second step, Action. you know, mo- if we were in a room of 10 people and we asked them what that meant, that's what you know, like yeah. we're God, you know. And yeah, we're living in a in a in a country where what's the, you know, percentage of Christianity here, you know. Yeah, yeah. I well, don't know. And we live in a postmodern society, it. Yeah. you know, where is it eighty percent Christians in the United States? I don't know. I don't know the number. Right, I but feel, it's high. But it, it it's is majority, right? Even I think that's at least the party line. Yeah. Right. I mean, even though we're not a religiously affiliated country, I mean, right. You know, um, but we're not. Let's not get into politics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that does kind of lead me into the next question I was going to ask you. Okay. Um, is that I think upon just reading the title of your book, um, you know, Twelve Steps Without God, that can be a very divisive title, right? It's pretty bold. And um, has there been controversy over the title, the Twelve Steps Without God? Do you just not believe in God, or like, can you explain? Yeah, that's your interesting. Um, and I, you know, it, it, it's weird. I, uh, I have so many long answers for all of this. Because, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> is that um, I, 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 you know, I struggled with, you know, am I? Because that was the first title that I came up with, and so I mean, there was a bunch of questions in there. So yes, there has yes. been controversy. Yes, yes, there has people. You know, I think in 2018, I released some stories like on Facebook, some stories from the book. And -hmm. it really was, it was more of my stories, right? Yeah. So when people, but it came from the title, The 12 Steps Without God. And I got some haters, man. You know, people are like, you know, God saved your life. You know, how can you turn your back? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever. And so, (laughs) um, but since the book has come out, and I don't want to say a lot, but there's been a you know a little bit of you know uh, who the fuck do you who are you to say there is no God? And you know there was one guy saying, "Oh wow, have you seen this book?" You know, and I think it was at Newhouse or something, Sober Living. And they go, "Have you seen this book?" And they go, "Fuck that guy. He that book's bullshit, and uh, that guy thinks he is God." Oh wow! And I was like, okay, he might yeah. need a hug or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And I just go back to the John Prine thing. I don't care what you call me as long as you're calling me, right? Yeah. So um, Any press is good press. Yeah. And then, so that kind of segues into, do I not believe in God? I mean, you know, I want to preface it with, it it really doesn't matter what I believe in. You know, I've been a practicing uh, Buddhist for, I don't know, since probably like really serious, not serious, but like joined a, a cult now. Yes, so I, yes. I started practicing sitting with the Zen group in probably 2003 or something. So that's, you know, 17 years or something. And I just was really interested in, in learning more about Buddhism. But it, it doesn't really have to do with 
um, the book. The book is, uh, you know, so if you think of a power greater than yourself, and that's kind of where I wanted to go with this, is that in the book, it's like we talk a lot about synergy, right? Synergy is that um, our combined efforts, and I'm paraphrasing, our combined efforts are more powerful than our individual selves or something. I should probably know that by heart. But so the point is, is that, and it says it in a lot of, you know, um, you know, religious or, or you know, theological uh, literature is that when one or two people are get, you know, like that, it says that in Christianity, when one or two people are gathered in my name, yes. there's, I am present or there is a power there, right? I think of it as a power, right? And then there is, uh, you know, like when they talk about in the 12-step literature is that like where one or two drug addicts or alcoholic meet, there's a power greater than ourselves. And so that's the synergy that I'm talking about is more of that there is, you know, just think of it when you're in a group, you're in a meeting, there's a power greater than yourself. So Yeah, absolutely. So do I believe in God? I, you know, do I believe in the stories? Not necessarily, you know, not necessarily. Yeah. But if that's what resonates with you and that's what gets you through the afternoon, fuck yeah. I mean, I have, I'm not never going to tell you that don't believe that or that's bullshit or whatnot. I'm just saying I believe that there is energy. I'm not an atheist. I believe that there is energy out there and loving you know, source, and, and and I don't like the people that like just replace God with the universe. Well, just send it out to the universe, yeah. or this, I, you know. And I get that too, but and if that works for you, I'm not like making fun of that. So, I believe there is energy, there's synergy, but then again, there's a process, there's an energy, there's a power greater than yourself in going through the process of the steps. So yeah. I don't know if I answered all of those questions that you asked. I know right? I threw a lot at you. Right. It's like throwing, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall. Right. Seeing what was sticks. there more questions in that? Was there one? Well, I know. Was, uh, have you had bad press or people haters? Yeah, the yes. haters. What? Uh, but and then, do I believe in God? So that's kind of the long-winded answer, right? No, it's a good long-winded answer. Um, no, I mean, I think it's really interesting that concept of synergy because I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, I think so much of what makes spirituality so hard to, such a difficult subject for people is that it's so difficult to put into words. Like, what that, the feeling you get inside yourself when, you know, you are, you know, when you have conscious contact with whatever that is. Um, and so I think, you know, putting a word to it like synergy is really helpful. Um, I think I shared this story with you before that um, right when I, first tried getting sober like the first time that I I had a roommate in sober living who was like I mean she was so smart um like savant like smart and uh I remember asking her what she thought about the whole god thing because I was struggling so much with it and she said that she felt like her understanding of a power greater than herself was just the space between two alcoholics when they're sharing with one another. Wow, that's awesome. And I and it stuck with me. You know, this is like you know four years ago that we had this conversation, and and I found that that's probably one of the better kind of examples, right? 
Because I mean, if I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably have some experience in recovery, or if not, you you know have had a conversation with a trusted person in your life that you can share your vulnerabilities with, and there is there is a power in that connection. Um, well, the, I think too is uh, you know there was something I, you know God, where did I read this? I think it's in like Deepak. Uh, Chopra, uh, is it Chopra or Chopra? Right. So, um, Chopra, Chopra, tomato. They, tomato. yeah, tomato, tomato. Right. Yeah. He was talking about you know the presence of the higher power or of God or whatever you want to call it is in the in the in the gap between thoughts. You know, kind of what you're saying is like yeah. that's where you know if we're like obsessing on something or you know we're like regretting something and and you're meditating or whatever you're doing. That's where that power lives, you know? And yeah. So, and, you know, I just, I go back to the reason I wrote the book was to help people that are struggling with that. Because you don't really need to struggle with it, you know? And, and so yes. if you're like, fuck the 12th, you know, fuck AA, or I'm not going there, it's fucking cult, or it's Christian, blah, blah, blah. I get that, you yeah. know? And, no, I get and, too. Uh, but you don't, you know, it's like, you know, take what you need and leave the rest kind of thing. Yes. Deal. And so to me, from my own personal experience with the 12 steps, you know, I just did whatever my sponsor told me to do. He'd say, pray, pray. I didn't know what I was praying to. Um, but the point was, is that I was getting some kind of benefit or I was getting better by going through the process of the steps, you know, yeah. and then, you know, and, 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 and then that kind of defines what spirituality was is, you know, it's like, oh, on step 12, having had a spiritual experience or awakening as a result of these steps. Yeah. As the result results of, these, of these first yes. 11 steps. Right. So what does that actually mean? It's like, I've had a change in perception, you know, and then it, in, uh, there's a solution Carl Jung talks about that. Yeah. He talks about... A vital spiritual experience. His change in ideas, attitudes, and emotions that once were the driving force. Mm -hmm. And then a new set of uh, concepts were put in place. So perception, changing in your perception. You know, uh, Chuck C. wrote a book called New Pair of Glasses. It's yes. not like, oh, I went to LensCrafters and got a new pair <laughs> yeah, of glasses. Yeah, two for one he, You're deal. looking at the world in a different way. And that's yes. what my experience is, how... I changed my perception and had this spiritual awakening. It wasn't the skies opened up or, you know, I had this burning bush deal or any of no, that. No, that would be way too convenient. Yeah, exactly. And kind of cool too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd probably think someone dosed me. Right, yeah. I've had those experiences on acid. But well, yeah, I, same. I think the point was is like, wow, I'm, I'm benefiting or I'm changing as a result of working through. And so when I go back to that and say, there's a power in going through the steps, that's what I mean. And that's yes. in the book. You know? Well, absolutely. And I think too, like, you know, the the struggle that people have often with the 12 steps or with even if it's just the spirituality concept, although I find that if you're struggling with the spirituality concept, I mean, then everything else kind of starts to fall apart because right. it is kind of like 
the glue that holds everything else. Well, that's how they say you're going to recover, right? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah but it, and it kind of has this like quicksand-like effect where like right. the more you struggle with it, like the deeper you sink, you know, mm-hmm. like the more, um, and that like for me and this, and it's so hard for me to turn my thoughts off for, you yeah. know, like my own rational, well, I mean, not always rational, but my own yeah. mind <laughs> off. Right. Um, and for, like I, I had to just, like you said, do what my sponsor told me to do right. and not question it. And that is shockingly hard. We're stubborn. I mean, it's, you know, the one of the most common characteristics among alcoholics, right? right? It says it in the big book that we're stubborn. And the idea that, you know, we need to have this vital spiritual experience in order to recover. Um, I mean, we don't have control over that. You know, that's something that comes as a result of doing the work, and that is the part that we have the control right, over. Right. Um, so in your book, because you do talk about the 12 steps, um, and you kind of like outline them in a way that, like you said, brings the language into the 21st century, mm-hmm. um, kind of brings it down. Like I like how you relate the, the, the different steps to experiences in your own life so that the reader knows that um, you went through these things right. that you're not just like in some ivory tower saying, Oh, you should do this because yeah. I say so. Um, or but, it's, I have a PhD in psychiatry. You or have a PhD in the 12 psych- steps. Right. So. Yeah, 12, <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Piled higher and deeper. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but like, how would you say, uh, like, how would you describe the way that you outline the 12 steps and how it, what's different about it other than like just the language? Like, yeah. Well, I think, so the the 12 steps for me are like three parts. Yeah. You know, like steps one through three, and then there's four through nine, and then 10 through 12, right? Yes. So the one through three part is once you really resonate with that, you know, talking about in step one is, is that having that act of surrender and admitting that. You know, too, and I like, you know, actually it was a suggestion of a friend of mine is that, you know, they always say, well, you only, you have to do step one 100%. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, don't let that stop you. I've worked with a lot of people that have been on Suboxone and, you know, marijuana maintenance. It's like the 12 steps can benefit anyone. So point being is that, you know, having that admittance and, and understanding what's going on with your brain and then looking at step two as you know we came to believe that there's a power greater than ourselves and that's where we're that's kind of what you know the whole glue to my book is like yeah the power is in the process the power is in the synergy and then step three is making that decision to commit to go to the rest of the steps but then you know i believe that four through nine are like one big step yeah. You write it, you read it, you look at your character defects, shortcomings, you look at people you have to make amends to and you make direct amends. It's like a six-part um, one step, you know? Yeah. It's like you could, they could have compartmentalized that whole deal, you know? But um, And then, you know, 10, 11, and 12 are what they call the growth steps, you know? But it, yes. And it's so funny, and I... And, 
I've read different things on history of the 12 steps and I guess that like Bill Wilson really wanted to have the 12 like the 12 disciples or something. Oh wow, yes. Yeah, because you could there. you could combine a couple of steps like shortcomings and defects of characters, right? Yes. Those are the same thing, you know. I mean, you can look at them different. Well, this is my shortcoming. Well, it could be a defect of character, you know, but Yeah. So, I don't know if that really answers the question. I don't it's not like I rewrote the thing. I used it. Yeah. And, and yeah, I did bring the language up and, I, and it was more about how, how to, you know, I'm Mr. Practical Application. Yes. It's like, do the fucking work and you're going to get a result. No magic trick, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, I think you brought that when we were talking about step six or seven in, in uh, the meeting. It's like, or someone said it, it's like, well, I'm asking my higher power of God to remove my defects of character. Well, then, like, all magically that they're gone. They're saying, that's like saying, you know, you get to a mountain and you say, God, move this mountain. And God says back to you, you better bring a shovel. You know, yeah. you need to do the fucking work, basically, is what I'm saying. And I, I have a potty mouth. We all have potty uh, yeah. mouths. So it's, it's more about my explanation in, in kind of the, the formatting of it is like what this is about practical application, you know, but I did kind of break it down into, you know, three parts, steps, uh, one, three, four through nine and 10 through 12. Yeah, no. And I think that like you, you've said it a couple of times that, that, that practical application, um, I think it is really important to ground your readers because that is, I mean, I like how you said like there's no magic trick and I know that in early recovery in other rounds of recovery that it did, it felt like a magic trick. It felt like there was some piece of information or some, you know, guidebook that other people had that I didn't have, that I didn't know what they were doing. I, I mean, um, so I, and I think that that's why like relating it to your personal story is like, really important here well that's a that's an interesting um that you brought that up is that because the first draft was just the concept on the on the 12 steps and a friend of mine uh colin broderick he Mm -hmm. wrote orangutan guy's a brilliant writer right i met him through another friend and um I he you know very kindly read the fucking awful first draft right <laughs> and I'm like dude I wrote a book blah blah oh, blah yeah. and he's like I go would you mind reading it and he's like and here you know I have no idea but anyway so he's like you can't tell people you went to prison without telling some gnarly stories and you know you need to you need to um, uh, interject stories of your life how they relate so the reader can identify with you. You yeah. know, and that was one thing he said. And then I had this whole analytical, you know, thing on the disease concept and brain chemistry and all that, which I have in the book. He goes, shorten that shit up. I mean, a lot of yeah. people, right? He yeah. goes, there people are more interested in knowing who you are and what your what your idea, what your theory is on the twelve steps. And and so I went back to the drawing board, and that's kind of what I did. But he was like, you know, the person that said that, which was some of the best advice I, I got. So inner, you know, interweaving or woving the stories into the book. You know, you think about how many stories are there really in the book of my life? Maybe five? You yeah. Know, I don't, you know, five or six. And 
you know, I've had some people that have known me, like, go, oh, you should have talked about this or that. And I never, I think I never wanted the book to be about, you know, like, uh, uh, you know. Uh, like your memoir? Memoir, my, you know, biography. What is yeah. it? Biography. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Biography. Biography, yeah. So um, I, because I think it's kind of boring. You know, because every it's you know so, you know we yeah. all you know we're hanging around a bunch of drug addicts and alcoholics that have done a lot of the same thing. But yeah, my life has been gnarly, and yeah, I've, I'm one of the survivors, and and I think we all are. But so I just that's what I'm saying. I wanted it to be about my theory, but what Colin said was no, no one really is going to give a shit about your theory unless they can identify with you. So that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, I think, and I don't. You can tell me whether or not this was on purpose or not, or if it's just it's just how it comes off. Um, uh, but I, I, what I thought was really cool was that it's almost like when you sit down with a with a sponsor, you yeah. know, and and like, I mean, like doing a fourth step right. or or a, well, a fifth step. Right. Um, where you go back and forth and you are kind of talking about your own experiences and in ways that it, it makes, or at least in my in my life, like when I've been in, in those situations, that it makes you feel like, oh, it's okay that I feel this way or that I've done these things or, you know, I'm not alone. Um, and like you have somebody that's there that's been through it that can guide you. And so like I think especially for... You know, the 12 steps, I mean, you know, people, it's that like running joke. It's, you know, you're doing the, the three-step program, right. you know, where it's like you do one, two, three, yeah. and four is too complicated. So you're like, I'm out of here. I got some drugs to do. Right. Um, and I think, too, what is, like you said, it, it's about action. It's about work. Um, is there any, like, what kind of work do you think that your book is asking readers to do? Like, outside, like... Is a, are you wanting this to be like an, like another version of the big book, or do you want it to be like a companion? Since you do go through all twelve steps, yeah, I, you know, and people, I think some of that's kind of the haters. What are you trying to rewrite the big yeah, book? Yeah, exactly. And, and no, that was never my intention, but it is a great companion for it. You know, I mean, there's amazing things in the big book. You know, yeah. and there's amazing things in the Narcotics Anonymous. Uh, you know, basic texts like. Uh, recovery and relapse is a great book, you know, and oh, the, yeah. and their workbook is, you know, all that stuff is good. This was just something that, you know, I didn't intend to like. Okay, now you know we need to rewrite the big book, but it's it's an easy it's it's kind of like a workbook too because I do outline the steps in each way, and and I know a friend of mine down in Orange County that works in treatment. He's like, God, I really liked. The four step, yeah, you know, because it's really simple to do, you know, the columns and all that, and yeah, that stuff's in the big book, but it's little, you know, when I saw that, oh, uh, Mr. Brown, his attention to my wife, blah, and then bracketed in fear, I was like, I didn't get that at yeah. all, you know, and I had to have that explained to me, and then they did the four column, and so, you know, again, it's we all, you know, people say, well, you know. How much time do you have? Well, I, you know, how, when did you get up this morning? You know, and I get that, but 
I'm no, I've had 31 years of this shit, yeah. right? And working and doing the work and putting in the work and sponsoring and people. sponsoring people and working in treatment. And so and and from those experiences, that's how I came to to, you know, one write the book, two is that you know, have a, you know, alternate way. Not I, alternate's kind of not a great word because it's not alternate, you know. No. It's still the 12 steps. But just a way, a, a more like cle- a clearer way to like look at this and like, yeah, this is just about doing the work, bro. You know, yeah. this is about just sitting down with people, not being alone, having that synergy, going through this. And it's a great, I, let, yeah, let's call it a companion. Hey, we just came up with it. There that, you right? go. Right? Oh, look at that. <laughs> right? Yeah, good. No, I think that's I think that's really cool, and I I I'm, I was gonna bring up the fourth step just because you know that is I feel and I it kind of makes me mad sometimes uh, the way that especially like newcomers get scared about the fourth step based on you know the testimony of others because right. um, personally when I found out I just had to make a list of people I was pissed off at I was like alright no problem I yeah, can do that in my right. sleep should I just pull out the one I already have right, like right. <laughs> one I've been listing in my mind um, and I like that the way that it's laid out in here um, and uh, I'm trying like I'm like looking at the book right now that because the, the you know the Three different inventories. Um, yeah, resentments, fears, and sexual conduct. Or re- I like to call that relationship stuff. Yeah, because it really goes beyond sexual oh, yeah. relations. I mean, it, you you know, know, it's not. Yeah, it's more like what are my behaviors like in this? How what's my manipulation? What's all of that? Oh yeah, you know, and, and it's looking at it. And our relationship. You know, going back to answer the question about. I think that people that are, are having struggling with the fourth step are more struggling with the third step. Because that's making a decision to turn my will and my life over to the power of the program. So to me, that's just a commitment. When I commit wholeheartedly and I'm not going to analyze this anymore, I'm going to fucking just jump in and do the work. And, you know, and there's a process and all of that, you know, um, doing a third step prayer. And I do like kind of an alternate third step prayer Again, I don't know if alternate is the best word, but like changing the wording. And it even says in the big book, you know, um, the wording is optional, you know, because they have a third step prayer. But, you know, another thing I was just, I I was thinking about, there's people that are are connected with something. And and again, it's not like, oh, Dave's a cool guy and I like him and, and like I don't want to say that I have a personal relationship. Fuck, I think that's amazing. Yeah, you know, And I'm not you. trying to take away from that because if you go through the process, like I'm saying, go through the process of, of working the steps, feeling the power of that, and you come to a relationship with something religious or something esoteric or something that's out there, I think that's awesome, you know? Yeah. And I... To me, it's love. To yes. me, it's compassion. To me, it's forgiveness. And it's shit like I would never even do before, you know? I mean, it's just getting it down to what's important in, in my life of, 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 of everything that I do on a daily basis matters, you know? So. Yeah. Well, and then, like, um, 
I don't know if this is obvious, but um, like, how do you see the writing of this book as like part of not only like your own uh, journey in recovery, but I guess like, how do you see it as an extension of like your 12th step? Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's great because you know what's a 12 step say, you know, having had the spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, carry the message to other, you know, alcoholic addicts and to practice these principles only. So that it is, you know, uh, a part of my 12 step work where, you know, I, you know, I still sponsor, like I said in the, in the beginning of the podcast, I have two new sponsees, you know. Yeah. Um, How many sponsees do you have total? I think right now probably like, well, I you know, guys I'm talking to, probably 10, but like probably yeah. three are actively going through the steps. The other ones have already gone through the steps and we still hang out and call, totally. talk to Totally, that's other, a healthy right? number. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, I don't. The guys that are sponsoring fifty people, I'm like, how do you even do that? You know? yeah, right. But going back to you know, part of twelve step work is that's what they're saying. It's like this has been so freely given to me, I'm giving back. Yeah. And then, but yeah, I wrote a book, and it, and it cost money to you know to print a book and sell it. So I think that would kind of take. There would be this gray area of like, well, dude, you're making money. I'm. I don't think anyone gets rich off books, but the point is, is like, yeah, it's on Amazon, it's on these different places, but the, and that's getting into something yeah. different, right? But it is my story, my, uh, you know, my concept of it. And someone, when it was published, they're like, dude, I wish you so much success in that. And I think, and this is what I said, I go, the success in it is that I, 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 I said I was going to do it, and I did it. I yeah. completed it. I completed this task. That's huge success, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of thinks. Oh, that's you know, kind of in theory. But then the other part is, is that if it helps someone, yeah. and it already has. I mean, people say that they they benefited from this writing. And so that's the success, right? Yeah, And absolutely. so that's the 12-step work of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, it. I mean, as addicts and alcoholics, it, we all have that terminal uniqueness. We think we're the only ones, you know, or you know, if we have a problem, we're struggling with a concept that, oh, well, that means that, you know, I, I'm stupid or right. I, I'm just, like I, like I was saying about my own experience, like, well, I just, I didn't get the manual for how to do right. it right. You know, it isn't that, like, it's difficult to, yeah. like, change your life, you yeah. know? Um, and so, yeah, I think that it's important that just to know that the struggle is so common, common and that it more, even the most spiritual person that you see in your local meeting probably struggled with the concept of their own understanding of God right. or a higher power. And the more questions I've asked on my own kind of spiritual journey, um, the more I have found that that feeling of, you know, that I'm the only one, that terminal uniqueness, like it just, it goes away because, and I think that's a lot, that's what I, at least that's how I felt reading your book as well, is that it was good to have reinforced again for the millionth time, like you're not alone. Yeah. You like other people have these questions and it's okay to have them. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. Right. And I, you know, and I, and that's, 
part of the deal is like not being alone, you know, that we yeah. do this process together. And that was so great for me because I, you know, and I think a lot of us, I have such low self-esteem, like you're saying, I didn't know. I'm like different than everybody else. How are people going to work every, you know, yeah. like, how do you do this fucking human experience thing? Yes, and and exactly. I'm like, oh my God, there's people that are going to help me go through this. You know, there's so much to talk about. I think uh, we can do a series of these, right? Yeah, this, we should. Yeah, in we, fact. we will. Right? Oh, we'll just leave all this up, but you know, just leave it here. Yeah. Thank you. So will you come back and interview more and we can have great discussions? Uh, yeah, I think I can do that as long as you supply the energy drinks. Yes, I will. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Good night, everyone. All right. Good night, podcast land. I'd like to thank all the people that are involved in making this happen. Gerald Jones for producing and engineering this podcast. He's absolutely brilliant. Follow him on Instagram at Sonia. HTML. His music is amazing. Maya Grace for her hair and makeup. I know what you're saying. This is a podcast. Why do you have hair and makeup? We just want to look awesome for each other. See you next time. 